Hello and welcome to All Change Please, our brand new podcast about leaving a big city behind and starting afresh somewhere new. We are Jane and Jean-Anne, journalists and friends who enjoyed our own love affairs in London before setting down with less racy, more reliable locations, Jane to Bexley in Kent and Jean-Anne to her hometown of Derry. Each episode, we'll speak to fellow city quitters about why they swiped left on the metropolis, how they took the leap and what their new life's been like. Because researches for homes outside the capital surging, we know it's something a lot of you are considering too. Jane, we've got a fantastic guest this week, the designer Per Lowe, who'll be joining us from the gorgeous surrounds of rural Somerset. Um, Pearl grew up in London. She was lead singer of the Britpop band Powder. She married Danny from Supergrass, if you remember them. Uh, yeah. Gorgeous homes in North London. And she was part of the Primrose Hill set with friends like Kate Moss and Sadie Frost. It was really the dream life, but behind the so-called dream life, she was struggling with drug addiction. She fought to get clean and eventually left London behind to start a new life in the countryside with Danny and her four children. Her eldest is the model, Daisy Lowe. And she's now a really successful interior and fashion designer um, with lots of beautiful vintage style designs. Shall we get started? Let's get her on the line. So, Pearl, thank you so much for joining us. Um, oh, we're really happy to have you. I've thank been doing a, sort of a deep dive into your Instagram because I'm completely oh, yeah. obsessed with your uh, interiors um, of mm. your home in Somerset. Tell us a bit about it. It's an 11-bedroom Georgian pile. Yeah. Um, wow. So, yeah, it is. It's 11 bedrooms, but actually we're quite short of bathrooms in here. So, <laughs> in a way, I'm trying to think, oh, my God, I might turn that bedroom into a bathroom and that one into a bathroom. You know, because yeah. it's... It's kind of like a rambling house, but it, I mean, it doesn't feel really big. It's, even though it sounds it, but it's um, set in on the edge of Froome, which is a very sort of bustly little town. And, oh, lovely. Uh, but we have country views, which is incredible, really. Um, so we're very lucky. Um, it's been especially nice in lockdown. Yeah, I was going to say, has it been good being in the countryside in lockdown? Or was yeah. it too quiet? No, not, no. Oh. <laughs> it was really it was actually I was every day felt so grateful for where we were and um yeah I needed that kind of headspace really I think um, and did you have all yeah. your family back with you Pearl because you've got four yeah. kids and Danny obviously so did you have everyone back under one roof every there was six of us oh, but wow. it was fine it was really fun when we yeah. sort of what we did was we kind of made sure that we have we had routine <clears throat> we had a routine so we worked still all of us were incredibly busy mm. so we worked every single day and then weekends were you know baking and you know having a Sunday roast and just keeping it so that it was we were trying to keep some sort of normality mm. within you know because I think there were days when one of us would be down or the other one would be up you know it was mm. just kind of it was quite it was such an odd I mean for everyone odd. it was such an odd experience but it had glimmers of magic too within it you know but I decided to release these because I wasn't selling any dresses and and I thought okay they're just sitting here I've just got you know my seems just make you know stop because I had been so busy this previous season and so I thought what should I do with the excess you know materials because I'm not selling anything so I made these masks and the girls Betty and Daisy went off for a walk one day and Danny said I'll just take a picture of you two in these because they look great quite sort of eastern and I put one on Instagram saying, these are my masks, DM me. And honestly, it went nuts. Like, really? <laughs> I got a sell about 30 or something. And then it was like thousands, you know. And, I, and also I was helping all these seamstresses that literally had no work mm. at all. They were almost crying to me saying, you know, I don't know how we're going to pay our mortgage. And, you know, all this kind of mm. stuff. And 
and suddenly they were just hugging me to say, well, we weren't really supposed to be hugging, but they were saying, thank <laughs> you so much. I can't believe you've cut, you're like a savior, you know, so that was great. Oh, that's so lovely. And also yeah. it's so nice to see stylish masks out there because of some horrors. <laughs> I don't know that, oh, they go a bit big, don't they? They're sort of yes. cover your whole face. Mine are kind yeah. of a bit more. Yeah. Um, and they're silk, so they're breathable, breathable and, um, and actually it's been, it's been amazing. Oh my God. I mean, oh, even yeah. so, every time I go to the, I say to my seamstress guys let's stop because I've got enough stock and I think it's enough now then suddenly there'll be announcement honestly every single day this has happened they've gone okay you have to wear them on the underground or, or you know on public yeah. transport and then the next time I said to the seamstresses two hours later Boris Johnson announced that we, <laughs> you know they were going to be mandatory in shop so then yeah. it was like ah, you know. <laughs> so yeah so it's been keeping everyone busy yeah. And also now, also because I think now obviously lockdown's been lifted and people are wanting their dresses and yeah. it's back to normal really. Um, this podcast is obviously all about people that are considering moving from a big city to the countryside or to a smaller town um, than London yeah. or Dublin or New York or wherever. But take us back, it's, it's a while ago now, but take us back to your former life in London. You had your own really successful music career. You, you had small children at that time, gorgeous, yeah. uh, three of them at that point. You've now got yeah. four. You had the rock star husband, you had the beautiful home and um it sounds like the stuff that dreams are made of, but it was a bit more complex than that in reality. Yeah, I mean, look, there were times when it was fun and, you know, and, and everything. But I, you know, I, I'm a real family person and I sort of, and I love, I adored my kids and I realised that I wasn't putting them first. I did love living in London. I absolutely, mm. you know, it was really fun, especially when I was in a band. I mean, that was yeah. really fun. We had like, all our neighbours were musicians and actors and it was just really fun. But they got to a point where, as the kids were getting a little bit older and they were like, please don't go out, please, you promise you bake with me, you do this, you know, the temptation was so strong. And I just mm. felt like we needed to just break free and just have a completely massive change. And actually, when I was leaving, all my friends were like, what are you going to do? What are you going to make jam? Are you going to just sit and knit? I mean, it's so not you. You'll be back in a year. It's like... Okay, maybe, but I don't know. But I, and I was scared, obviously, because it was some I'd never lived. I'd never, you know, I grew up in London. I was born there. Yeah. My parents were born there. You know, it was it's in your blood, blood, isn't it? So yeah, completely, yeah, completely in my blood. And and I'm very sociable as well. Mm. So it was like going into a complete unknown of like going somewhere where I knew no, we we didn't know one person. We had three children with all different ages where we could meet other yes. parents yeah. from school and things like that. So. Yeah. And what made you decide on Somerset? Well, Somerset was second. It was, oh, was it, was, it? Yeah, we went to Hampshire first. Oh. Hampshire okay. was was lovely. It, it was good for us because it was 45 minutes from London. Yeah. So we could, you know, commute really easily. And I was working a lot at that time. And, you know, so going back and forth was great. We didn't really, we had a couple of friends, but we didn't really connect with people over there. There was a lot of, you know, bankers. And so Danny didn't really have any friends. He'd be the only person watching the kids play rugby and things like that mm. because there weren't any other dads around because they were yeah. all off in the week and things like that. So there wasn't, um, 
that many no there weren't there weren't any creative people there which is fine but it just they i think they found us quite strange i heard a, a funny quote from you pearl i think it was in another podcast talking about um how you turned off at the school gates with you know red hair and you know, the kind of people of hampshire <laughs> I had box, red hair and i remember frankie my son who just walked past um saying could you perhaps dye your hair like blonde and and could you wear like a, a gilet a, he asked no he asked me to wear um a blue shirt and beige trousers and a pearl necklace and i said i don't think so <laughs> i don't think i'm ever gonna be i'm really sorry about that i love you but not that much <laughs> but then i had daisy saying you know mom please when we were in london please don't turn up at school with fishnet tights it's like I was so young when I had her and I, yeah. you know, rock up with like little black mini skirt, fishnet ties, sienz or whatever. She'd be like, please. Oh, you Just would have been so the mom I would have made friends with. Well, now she realises. She's yeah. like, okay, mom, I realise now. But at the time it was a little bit, because all the mums were like 20 years older than me. So yeah. it was kind yeah. of weird. And then you put Somerset. So why Somerset? Somerset, we did know some people. And also yes. we were trying to buy a house. We didn't have that much money. And we had to look further afield because Hampshire was super expensive and we were renting throwing money away so we looked on right move and we found a house and it, we we were looking in Wiltshire and this house came up we thought it was Wiltshire and then it was because we thought Somerset was way too far for us and so <laughs> yeah it was it was almost like intervention because we got to the house and we were like we looked around it we went to see this amazing school and then the headmaster of the school said oh um i'll take the boys why don't you just go to babington and and have some lunch and we were just like babington oh my god are we near babington that's so weird we're two house members but ha hey yeah. so we went there and we we're like okay this is, <laughs> this is great yeah we can come here for a swim this is brilliant yeah and Pearl, how did you find sort of making new friends outside of London? Because obviously people know you as being part of this really cool Primrose Hill set in London and yeah. you're moving out to the countryside for very valid reasons and, and partly to get away from the party scene. Yeah. And how did you find finding your new tribe that maybe weren't involved in things that your old tribe were? Yeah. Uh, for, it took a while for me to make some friends, to be honest. Mm. I didn't I didn't just come here and make friends. It was quite... And also I sort of made a couple of friends at first and I was like, realised that actually we've got nothing in common you know it's that thing you have to start mm. all over again age 35 or 36 you know just it was weird um but no I, I it was weird because um we we ended up being here and there were some really lovely lovely people actually and then you kind of get your grass and there was one person that I met um who was a really really good friend really old friend of a great friend of mine from London and she said, listen, I'm going to have a dinner party. I'm going to invite the people I think you should, you know, kind of connect with. And they literally are still my best friends. I've been here like nearly 13 years later. And there's honestly, the people that she had thought in her head should be my friends are still my friends. Um, and since then, so many of my friends from London have moved down. So it's yeah. just great. You know, so we have a real community here. It's brilliant. <laughs> You were a bit of ahead of the curve, weren't you? I mean, it's become more of a thing to move out now, but you were kind of... Yeah, I think it was, you know, the internet. When I first moved, you know, we have Facebook. I think Facebook had just started mm. and it was a bit 
dial up on your internet and it was really slow and it wasn't as easy yeah. to shop that well and actually now you can live anywhere in the world because the internet's so good and you know I just thinking about that like now I'm like oh I just think I might want to go and live abroad somewhere and, you know it's like that's my next thing it's like I'm so cold um but yeah so I just keep thinking I want to kind of go away and live somewhere like that. A lot more people are considering moving out of the big city, particularly post-lockdown. They're seeing yes. the benefits of remote working, of access to nature. Would you have any kind of practical advice for them, Perry? What would you say to them? I'd say it's really, I think there's a lot of people that want to move and there's very little houses available. And I think that, yeah, definitely do your research. Because what wasn't very nice when we moved out was, yeah, like you said about the kids, I had to put mm. them in schools and then take them out of schools. Yeah. So they'd made all these friends and then I had to move them again. And I didn't feel very good about that because really unsettling for them. Mm. But it was the best thing ever because they they all say that Somerset is their place. That oh. They all say that they'll go back to London for a bit, but come back again. Back yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so, lovely. So in a way, like Alfie, my son, my middle son, he is so kind of, he, he went to this incredible music school and... And then met, he's got 25 best friends. And I'm not joking, they are literally his best friends. He goes away with them. They, And he met them in Somerset, which was great. You know? Yeah, he might not have made those friendships in London, or very different friendships. <laughs> Everyone's so lovely here because they're just, they don't, you know, they want better lives for themselves, mm. for their children. They want, they're quite creative, otherwise they would be in London, you know, so they're yeah. kind of writers, musicians, actors, you know. It's kind of like really collective, but really fun as well. Mm. I love it um so what's your sort of average day now you know have you gone like all good life or are you still a little bit city slicker at heart I've got into the good life a little bit more yeah. especially <laughs> since lockdown I've, we grew all our own vegetables flowers wow. you know kind of, um salad all sorts of things so we've kind of it's great every day I go up to the we've got like a little wall garden and I just pick Amazing. everything at night it's really nice um we were going to get chickens, but I suddenly just thought, okay, this is lockdown. Everyone's getting chickens. My friends are really good at that. They're really into that. I don't know if I would be. I wanted to get a horse, but Danny wouldn't let me. Oh. I was really obsessed with getting this horse, but Danny. I love riding. But yeah, we have gone a bit good life. Don't really miss the city. I work really hard. Mm. Um, I get up at like six, seven in the morning and wow. I go for a swim. At it was yeah. it was shut in lockdown, so now I yeah. can swim every day come back work I have an assistant now I've taken on a few more people do you think you're more productive in the countryside than you would be in the city uh yeah no oh, God, 100% <laughs> what happened to me in, in the city was I would have all the right intentions because you know I love singing but then singing didn't work for me and for many different reasons um I miss it but for the kids and you know just the whole kind of party aspect of it just when I decided to get sober I was like okay this this life does not work for me anymore yeah. I tried and it just was like no 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 this is making me really unhappy mm. and actually because I'm so my brain is so creative I'm always thinking in pictures and things that I want to create and it works really really fast um so I'd have all these amazing ideas in London oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make this and I'm going to you know but I but someone would turn up at my house for breakfast lunch dinner <laughs> I'd stay up at night you know and it just didn't happen so yeah. I just was all talk 
nothing ever you know I didn't have any kind of solid ideas and Mm. nothing went into production so as soon as I moved to the country oh my god it was like it just was unstoppable (laughs) to the point where sometimes I make too many things like (laughs) my my PA is always saying Pearl calm down you've got this 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 going on at the moment you can't possibly do anything else I was supposed to be shooting the follow-up to Faded Glamour my my interior book and thank God I didn't, because I was supposed to be doing it this summer. Yeah. But I, I think it's going to be put up, off till next summer now. But yeah. Oh, thank God, because I just don't know. Give a break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't got. No, I just don't know how to. No. <laughs> I think it's it's really reassuring, Pearl, for people that maybe are considering leaving the city that you can be just as productive, if not more, in the countryside. Um, because a lot of people I'd say are worried about leaving London because of career opportunities, mm. and you know what would they do if they didn't live there? But that's great to know that that it's so um you can flourish really. I think you can flourish because I think people are very um there's a lot of really helpful people so Mm. like if you say you know oh I'm I'm thinking about making I don't know shoes they're like oh I know so and so does leather and (laughs) go to here everyone's so kind of um helpful and they kind of open up their address books and honestly it's really really lovely community um Mm. here and and very creative too so I think if you do take the plunge of moving out and you've got an idea for something you will find people it's it's like an incredible network of people that will help you we've definitely found that where we are as well too and that people are so happy to have you back and they you know they want to kind of help you succeed there and I I know um I live in Derry now my hometown um with my family but whenever I do go back to London obviously pre-lockdown for work or to visit friends or family were there I still get a real buzz when I arrive in London even though I decided to leave you know when you're pulling in on the train and you start to see those (laughs) iconic landmarks Mm. how do you feel about it Pearl do you do you sort of still get that buzz or are you glad you've left I don't get that buzz I think I I overstayed my welcome there. Mm. We were trying to move in 98. Oh, wow. Uh, We were going to Chichester. We were looking in Chichester. And then we found a house in Brighton in 2000, 2001. And I chickened out. Like We found the most amazing house. It was an old dance studio in Kemptown. Right at the last minute, I I just said, I can't do it. And we stayed (laughs) for another four years. And I regret that. Really? I just feel like I needed, I need the countryside. I need, so I got to London on the train and as soon as I'm there, I get all my meetings, anything that I've got to do, I get it all done in one day and then I get back on that train. I never stay up. And my mum, my, my mum still lives, obviously Daisy still lives there, but yeah. So I go, I try and fit in, you know, lunch or supper with them. And then I'm back. They're like, come and stay. And I'm like, no, 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 got to go, got to go. You know, so I'm like back on the train. That's so interesting. Also, um, Jeannie and I are both obsessed with your interiors, as you know. Um, So was it different decorating a pad in Notting Hill to suddenly decorating 11 bedrooms? (laughs) Yeah, no, actually, it's really different. I mean, in London, we actually lived in Camden. Yeah. We lived in Queen's Park once, actually, but in in my house in Camden, everything was white. I mean, it's really funny mm-hmm. because um, I got sent um, a MTV Cribs thing that I did um, in 2004, and <laughs> and I've still got most of the furniture from that house because I I was really I was always into 1920s, so like mirrored, yeah. you know, dressing tables, and you know, so I've I've kept all of that. Yeah. and you know various things even like bed shows, I still got them I'm such a warder it's terrible <laughs> um unless I unless I sell it on my Instagram but I was showing the kids and they were like wow like it was 
all white floorboards, white walls, really quite slick and simple. And then you come, I think in the country, you want to kind of embrace the coziness. So we've got lots mm. of rugs and, you know, kind mm, of, lovely. it's quite eclectic and it's kind of, but I was like last week, I was talking to my husband, we were saying like, oh, I said, you know, maybe we should just paint it all white. Just like paint the whole house white and then use it as location for shoots, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's not a bad idea. And I said it to my mum. She was like, no, your house is amazing. I love all your wallpaper. Yeah. But it is quite a lot. It's kind yeah. of a lot to take in. It's quite, you know, some people are quite allergic to my taste. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I read one, I read somewhere once that you redecorated your bathroom about three times after you just moved in. Oh no, I've done pretty much three times on pretty much every room in this house. Because <laughs> I moved in and, and we moved in with builders. Yeah. Uh, because we hadn't thought it through and we hadn't thought about, oh my God, we're going to have to live somewhere and mm. blah, blah, blah. So actually it was horrific, you know. Imagine. So, yeah, it was just sort of, oh my God. So I had to do it in eight weeks, <gasps> get them out. And we had all this plumbing to do and rewiring and everything. And I, so I was project managing it. And I was just like, okay. And I'd just come off, I'd just done a huge job in London. So I kind of knew what I was doing. And, you know, it was really kind of cracking the whip with the whip. And, um, but anyway, um, but I made so many mistakes because I did it way too quickly. Okay. So, yeah. you know, things like I didn't know where the light was and I made the attic rooms really dark and they just looked like, you know, sort of dungeons and, you know, really, really <laughs> pleasant so I had to go over those and yeah so Danny's like we have the most expensive wallpaper in history because we have <laughs> rubber kime underneath like other paper and he's so expensive. You, you mentioned kind of you know going up to London for the day and coming back um, to Somerset can you tell me what's that feeling like when you are on the train back or you're arriving back at this lovely home you've created for yourself it must be a great feeling. Yeah that's a great feeling coming back mm -hmm. and you know being just you know because I, I, as I say, I'm very, I'm quite a spiritual person. So I love to be around nature and mm. grounding and kind of, so yeah, after a buzzy day in London where I'm hot and sweaty and a little bit dirty and, <laughs> you know, kind of rushed off my feet, having spoken to so many, having so many energies. Cause you've got to understand that I work pretty much just with one other person in, in my house and, mm it's very quiet she's lovely and she's just very gentle and I go to London and it's like wow this is a kind of assault to me you know it's, it's <laughs> massive assault is there anything um, you miss about it at all Pearl is there anything you miss about London uh yeah I do miss my family and I miss mm. some friends and I miss this sort of like spontaneity where you can just go out you know just say oh I'm gonna go and go to the park I'm gonna meet this person I'm gonna go have lunch or dinner or you know it's always like when you think, when I have to plan, and a lot of time I get asked to go to things and I have all the right, you know, all the best intentions to turn up and go, but then I get so tired. I mean, I'm getting old now anyway, but, you know, it's just that thing of like, I'm too tired to get on the train, go out, you know, come back again, you know, so. Yeah. I miss that. And what, what do you think would have happened if he had stayed in London? I don't think I'd be alive, to be honest. Really? I really don't. I mean, I'm a proper, like, you know, I definitely am an addict and, mm -hmm. um, and I need to be surrounded by like-minded people. And mm -hmm. I think I need to be, I, I, I really, you know, it wasn't good. It wasn't good for me mm -hmm. at all, but that's fine because I, like I said, I don't miss it. I have a completely different life and work is, you know, great. So it keeps mm -hmm. me really and, and I do go up. I mean, I go up pretty much every week for a day. Yeah. Um, and I see my mom and I see Daisy and, 
I mean, they, they get really upset that I'm not there enough. But, but better to be alive and a, f- a few hundred miles away than not. <laughs> and, they, and they get to come down to a lovely house. Ha- they've got like a, ca- a country pad that they can. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, so in a way, it's a win-win situation. Really. Definitely. We can see yeah. out your window, Pearl, the, the countryside. And, yeah. and it's absolutely stunning. And why would you ever want to leave? Yeah. Uh, to be fair it must just it's it's do you feel like nature has a kind of a healing quality as well that you've been through a lot and you come to this beautiful bucolic countryside yeah no completely I think um yeah then it's been a massive thing for me to be surrounded by fields and you know kind of it has been a wonderful experience being here because um I think even in London I used to say to Danny, you know say to Danny I need a big garden like and he's yeah. just like we're living in London, we're in Camden, we're not going to find a big garden, but I managed <laughs> to find one. Yeah. I managed to find a big garden. So, you know, I think I always felt like that. And I remember my mum had a really great friend who lived in Ascot and she used to take me down there. And I never, I used to say, mum, I'm not leaving. I don't want to leave, you know. Yeah. Oh, come on, pal, come on. You know, I'd be like, no, 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 I just want to be here. So I think from a very early age, I wanted to be in the country. And I think it's weird because, you know, my daughter Betty is just, desperate to get to London she's just really urban she loves you know parties and and she's wild you know (laughs) just wants to be she's like I can't wait to get to London oh bless I said do you think you'll ever come back she said no 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 you know I do worry about that my my daughter she's only four but we left London when she was um she was I think but I always think she's going to ask me when she's a teenager you know why did we leave London like you know <laughs> what's going on there why did you do it <laughs> no it's so exciting it's so yeah. it's funny my boys so my one of my boys here he lives in Bristol and the other one well he's well he's sort of nearly living in Bristol and then the <laughs> other one um you know I'm on a podcast he's in there and then <laughs> and then the other son hasn't you know, he's never going to live in London. Yeah. It's quite weird. They're sort of, the two of, you know, the pair of them, they're like, I would have thought that they would have gone, but they, they're not. They're yeah. Not it's interesting, isn't it? Because I couldn't wait to get away from Devon. Yeah. Um, and now I'm like, why did I leave? <laughs> yeah. I know, it's bad, isn't it? Oh, well, thank you for talking to us. Oh, it's so nice. lovely. Sorry, yeah. I just, I do talk a lot. It's no, good. it's brilliant. We love people who talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't help it I don't think I'd, I'd see enough people yes. <laughs> especially after lockdown everyone's yeah. sort of hibernating yeah don't <laughs> worry we work from home anyway so we know that feeling <laughs> I know so when I do I'm like <laughs> I'm just happy to be dressed today instead of yeah. in my pyjamas yeah. it's so nice wasn't it that bit just like lounging around I mean Daisy said she'd never seen me in a tracksuit before but yeah lockdown was straight I mean I hope we don't Oh, I know. It's just unbearable, isn't it? I know. I just spoke to, my, I spoke to one of my friends who's in Spain and he's like on the beach with a mask. And he's like, it's so weird. Well, I good know. luck with your face mask. Anyway, they sound amazing. Off Thank to order you. one. Thank <laughs> you so much. Thanks so much to Pearl. Now, Jane, we've actually got our first city quitter dilemma. Yes. We've had our first email um, and it's from Ellie and her dilemma is that she's moving to the countryside, leaving the city behind because she's pregnant, starting a family, but she's really worried about making new friends and didn't know if we had any tips we could share. 
Um, how about you, Jeannie? Because you left London with, okay, you already had your two small children and moved to a whole new place. How's that been, making I, friends? It's been absolutely fine because I think I moved back to my hometown of Derry, um, which, you know, is obviously is, is less daunting than moving to a completely new place. So I left London when my children were, I think, three and um, just under one. Um, we moved on Boxing Day, which maybe isn't the best day to move country. I know. I do remember you telling me you were moving on Boxing Day and I was like, what? <laughs> nothing like a tight deadline um <laughs> uh, it's a great time of year to move into a, a freezing cold house that hasn't been heated in months but anyway enough about that um Ellie I think you'll be absolutely fine I was very lucky in that I was moving to somewhere where all my family were my parents are just up the street from me my brother and sister live in the same street as each other and um so I had that family network but I also found that I was able to make new friends and Derry as my children got that bit older and were going to creche and school and nursery school, it, it meant that, you know, you become friends with fellow parents as they get that bit bigger. You have a, a, something in common at that point. Um, I know your baby's a wee bit younger, um, but I guess, Jane, you can probably speak about that with, with bringing up your totally. son. I think babies are very like dogs in that you start talking to random people that you would never talk to beforehand. Um, I'd been living in Bexley for about three years before I got pregnant with my son, but I didn't know anybody in the area. All my friends were in central London still. So it was like starting from scratch for me. And um, my advice, Ellie, would be that uh, join every baby club going. I mean, I probably did a bit too many. And some of them I'd sit there thinking, I'm trying to make a three-month-old baby paint what's going on uh, as paint was being flown around the room by all these small children saviour for me I did a parenting course which was an NCT one um, and you may do the antenatal courses at Ellie and you may make friends through that respect but I didn't do the antenatal courses for one reason or other but I did a parenting course afterwards and I found it really useful in just being able to share my fears but also made friends and two of those uh, people I'm, I met there are still my very good friends now and then like Jean Ann said as they get that bit older you start going to nursery my other really close mummy friend is from when my son was at nursery and then you have schools it it's easier I think because you do have to become part of the community when you have a kid you have to go to local things and, and join in local things you don't just go to and from work so don't worry it will be fine I know and I'll have to say a hello to all my NCT friends that are listening because um I made a I was so lucky in London um it was my NCT group. We're all best of friends and we're still in touch, you know, through WhatsApp and Zoom yes. and the rest. And that's another important point, Ellie, that, you know, you'll have, of course, your friendship network in the place that you're leaving. Um, and that, that continues like myself and Jane are on different land masses now, but we're we're on WhatsApp all day to each other. And, you know, you don't leave, leave behind the friendships that you've already made too. No, definitely don't. And use them. You know, there will be times that you feel really lonely. Having a baby can be quite lonely. Um, but your friends won't know that unless you reach out to them. Some of my friends who didn't have children sort of stopped contacting me and they said, well, we just thought you were busy with your baby. But I was actually quite lonely. And if they had contacted me, I'd have really loved it. So, you know, sometimes you need to do that first step. But, you know, have Zoom chats, have regular phone calls. So thank you for emailing in, Ellie, and good luck with the move. Yes, thanks for sharing your dilemma. If you've got a city quitting dilemma, you can find us 
at allchangepod on Twitter, or you can email us at allchangepodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime as well, please review, subscribe and share this podcast if you've enjoyed it. It really helps us out. And thank you so much for listening and joining us on All Change, please. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. We've got a brilliant season lined up for you and we'll be back in a fortnight's time with another really exciting guest.